that's why I like them because there were people that of their word. So I remember when I first met them, one of the first times I met them, they came into the brewery and I just had one beer. And I was like, guys, this is all I have. But tomorrow I'll have more because we were brewing with such little systems. We were running out of beer like crazy. And he looked at me like, I don't know. And I said, look, I have this. And I started explaining to him the beer. I have the peanut butter brown. It tastes like this, like this, like that. I have the pecan porter. It tastes like this, like this, the mandarin IPA, blah, blah, blah. I, I did my spill. And they said, we'll be back tomorrow. You don't know how many people I've had say, we'll be back tomorrow. And it's like, no, you're not like, you know, but people just say, no, they were back the next day. And I had the beers and they tried them. And they're like, this is so good. And blah, and like, they liked it. So when they told me, Hey, uh, we want to have a brewery with you. Like, what do you, what do you want us to do? And I was like, you know what? I, what are you guys thinking? Hey, two H two effers. We're back with your two favorite mother effers. And Ricky Ricky Razo, I'm going to keep doing and I said I was going to keep doing primo. Ricky Razo from Mission Trails Brewery. He's opening up his own brewery in El Paso, in Socorro, if you know where El Paso is. Hell yeah, uh, it's right here in the armpit of Texas. Again, Worm, you just can't get away from uh, plugging in Blazing Tree. Because I want my Theo to come on, <laughs> bro. I want my Theo to come on. <laughs> Familia. But, um, so anyways... We're going too hard, too fast. We're going to learn more about what Ricky is doing. And I think don uh, a donation or something is in line. Where gonna... oh, we have a Kickstarter, dude. Maybe five bucks, ten bucks, dude, depending yeah. on how. Yeah, Ricky's doing all right. Maybe 20 bucks. We'll see. Maybe. We'll <laughs> see. The drunker you get, the more you give. Hell yeah. Fair enough. Uh, but with that said, sit back, buckle up. Let's go. Too hard, too fast. Boom. Right. Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Too Hard, Too Fast. Welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast. Hey, welcome to Too Hard, Too Fast, where I get drunk with my cousin and George. What the fuck? <laughs> the podcast of the century. It's the local. said, we want to fly you into Kansas City. Damn. And I was like, oh, okay, well, we can... You know, whenever and they're like, no, when can we buy the ticket? We're going to buy it for you right now. Like that. And I was like, all right, you know what? So they're like, what date? And so I picked the date and everything and they did. And then that's when I left the restaurant. They were kind of upset because they had gone through a couple of people that had just fallen off because it was during the coronavirus. Anyways, they flew me over there. We went to go and see it. And they're like, we want to do something like this. Yeah, and then they got paperwork together. We had somebody there that put everything, the contracts and everything, and they're like, all right, so when you go back, you're part of this. All right, so I signed every. It was just, like, great. It was such a great opportunity, and uh, I'm very thankful for that. So I'm glad to be in the industry. I'm glad to have a business, you know, because now I'm never bored. <laughs> you know, also, like, you know, there's so much. It's mine. It's mine, you know. And uh, that's also a big difference with Blazing Tree. It wasn't mine. I, bet I wanted to do something there, but um, it, it just didn't come to be. So now this is like, it's partially mine. I work here and this is what's going to help sustain my family. And I love it. I enjoy it a lot. Look, I'm here at 813 at night. <laughs> Who's still <laughs> at the job, you know? I stay till like 10. You know, I stay till 10 and I don't mind. So, so how, many, how many beers do you have right now? Right now, I have five. I have five different beers. I have a 
So it's an imitation lager. Lager meaning that it's something because lagers are usually made. Lagering means to store. So usually lagers take at least a month to three months to make. Mine, I did it pressurized. I was able to make it like in a week, but it would taste like that. It, it's 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 similar to that. I have a, a cider that's made with local honey from the Ceballos Honey Farm and pomegranates. I also have our churro stout, which is made with vanilla, caramel, cinnamon, and brown sugar. So a nice introductory stout. I have churro too. What, what should I do? I know, I thought about that. I was like, Wanna see this a pinchy churro or something. Oh my god. I was just kidding. What did you it was churro stout? Yeah, a churro stout. So it's it's a sweet stout. So it's an introductory beer. So like you know, people are like, I don't like dark things. I wanted this one to be where people can try it and be like, oh, this is something I can enjoy and something that people are familiar with. Because we're in the borderland, right? I wanted to add local ingredients. I wanted to add local touch to things the other thing that i have is a five c's ipa because el paso was sustained or it was known as a city of five c's uh climate culture cattle copper and cotton so i made a beer that has five different hops let's we'll see ¿Qué pasó? Seis? and cocaine go somebody said catholic one time and i was like no <laughs> <laughs> they're like well yeah i mean it wouldn't be all oh, passion we wouldn't we wouldn't be speaking spanish right if it wasn't for the catholics um and then the last one that i have is a new england style hazy ipa similar to what roman's drinking so right. I, I cut you off with the the five c's what is the five c's what kind of beer is that oh it's an ipa so it's it's uh, it's a regular india pale ale west coast style made with brian 97 yeast so hey, it's uh gives me yeah, I know. Yeah, I love IPAs, man. So, dude, if, if whenever you come on by, and it's a that's why I wanted to taste this one. It doesn't look like it, but it tastes very similar to it. Very similar. Um, I still would rate this one better, um, but I think ours is is up there for sure. Ours is up there. Not so mine sure, would be so. like a one point six. Theirs is a one point six five. I would say one point six point five. <laughs> yeah probably i don't know but that's my palette also i don't know what the market's gonna say right i think the market's gonna like oh i know uh, 1.6.5 oh my gosh no, and I ricky's being, no 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 ricky's being humble dude so i gotta tell george i went to go visit ricky right i just wanted to see the the brewery because i know he's he was he's helping uh set it up and uh i didn't think he had anything brewed i mean i wasn't expecting that and ricky me my dad and my sister go and he's like yeah here are some drinks so we tried the churro stout and we tried the which one the pomegranate the pomegranate cider, the pom- yeah. dude. Oh my gosh, uh, dude! I'm gonna just rate them right now. Um, the pomegranate was like a 1.88. Like, oh, I'm gonna travel. I'm gonna try. Screw your devil's crap, dude. <laughs> oh, 1.89. They're different. This is liquor and beer. Two different things. All right, then whatever. Dude. But oh my god, dude! The pomegranate was so good. And then the stout one, that was good too. Um, uh, I'd probably give that a 1.81. But man, dude, they're up there, dude. Well, for me, they're up there, and I'm not being biased because Ricky's my cousin. Because I think he's a culo. Um, <laughs> I, if anything, I think um, I'm unbiased. But man, you know what? I kind of I respect I respect the fact that Ricky, that like you said, you know, that Santa Fe beer will rates higher than yours in your own opinion. And 
Because if you would have said different, if you would have said the other way, like, oh, my, my stuff is way better and all that, then I knew you were full of it. As soon as, if you would have said that, I was like, oh, man. But the fact that you're, that you said, oh, no, this probably, I know that yours probably, I don't know, but I feel like that yours probably does taste better. But you are, like Worm said, humble enough to, like, say, you know, I know what I'm doing and I like what I'm doing, but I'm also not going to talk. Because you know how it is, like, when somebody is doesn't think that their stuff is good, they're obviously going to oversell it, right? Yeah. Oh, wait, 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 very quick though, George. Don't let Ricky confuse you. He's doing reverse psychology. He's pretending to be humble. Nah, he wants so me to be not humble, and he's saying, "Oh, my beer's no, not good." you know. What I'm I mean? telling you the it's truth. Humble. What I think, I think this beer is one of the best. I, I really do. I love this beer, and uh, like my beers, I guess because I try them and everything. And I mean, I, I like you know how you said brewmaster. I wouldn't consider myself a brewmaster and not just because of the hum the humble thing or anything. Like I've met people who like know water chemistry and do this, this, that, for example, like Anheuser-Busch. Remember when we went to St. Louis and we saw Anheuser-Busch brewery. Oh yeah, dude. Where uh, we got in trouble by Ricky's parents because uh, do you remember Ricky? <laughs> no. Was it to Philly? We went to go see the Pope. Yeah, yeah, we went to yeah, go, we went see, to go the see the Pope right in Philly, and so man, it was so cool. We all got to go. Man, all of downtown Philly was closed. I was going anyways on the way back. We had a, we went to St. Louis. It was just supposed to be like an hour, like layover, right? Ended up being an eight-hour delay. And we're, we're, I, I told Ricky and um, I guess his other brothers, like, screw it, let's go, because I've done it before. Just leave the airport and we'll come back. It's all good. <laughs> and then we got in trouble when we got back. Uh, yeah, with Padre yeah, Jesus, right? Yeah, but that movie was pretty cool, man. It was like a dude. A well, first of all, remember why we we landed there? No, dude, it was an emergency landing. Was it? We oh, had all these all these like fire trucks like at the plane when we landed. There was something wrong with the plane, so that's why it got laid over for eight. But like Anheuser Busch Brewery, getting to what what I'm saying, it's like at the end, it's not what you drink; it's who you're drinking with. Like, think about it. Think about it. Really. Your slogan right there, bro. <laughs> what, what were the best beers that you ever had? What was the best times that you ever had? Were you drinking craft beer? Like, yeah. dude, I was drinking Big Flats, Walgreens brand beer with my brothers. <laughs> like $6 for a 24-pack, you know? You, yeah, you, I was drinking Mickey's, bro. <laughs> or Mickey's, yeah. You know, it's like, you know what, those beers. And then also, why do those beers, like, they make way more money than craft brewers. Like, I love craft beer. I do. I, I enjoy it a lot. But a, a lot of people can get really snobbish and say, oh, no, this is the best thing and everything. It's like, dude, people have been doing this for thousands of years. Hell, yeah. Thousands. You know, the monks, like you were talking about, Frankensteiner, the oldest brewery in the world is Wenstefiner, right? I think it was founded in 1140 AD yeah. by monks. This yeah, is the yeah. dark ages. They're over here making this shit and everything. Like, dude, and I they like still, the church, bro. <laughs> I know, right? Actually, well, you know, St. Arnold, the reason he's a, a saint and, and uh, the patron saint of beer, right? No, I don't actually. But no, because during the Wikipedia and uh, Taliban, I forgot. I know. Well, here, if anybody wants to fact check me or my BS, but he's a patron saint of beer because during the time there was a bubonic plague, people were dying. So. He found out that if you give people beer, they wouldn't die because you boil the water. Mm. So he was over here giving the whole town beer in Belgium, and people weren't dying in the town, but everybody else was. Mm, and that's why I drink every day, bro. That's what I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> I drink the elixir for coronavirus, right? It's bro, like coronavirus, bro. 
but yeah, so like I I don't know, like I think man, you got if if it's a good beer, it's a good beer, and if it's not a good beer, I'm still probably gonna drink it. <laughs> you know, and if it cures something, it cures something. And the best part of this is. Is this too hard to fast? And we don't check facts. Yeah, we don't check so, facts. Oh, my God. I know you your want. followers are. They're going to be like, that guy was full of it or whatever. But uh, And if it turns out to be wrong, we'll want. go, we'll go edit it, it on uh, Wikipedia so that we're right. Bro. Right? Because <laughs> you could change it, right? Change it. Now, they'll change it back, but <laughs> we'll take a screenshot and, and then be, see? And put it on there. Wikipedia. But, yeah, so... Sorry, I went off on a tangent there. Uh, but good beer and bad beer. That's what this podcast is about, bro. Right. But the thing is, Worm and I, we know nothing about beer other than we can drink it and have a good time with it. So, <laughs> to us, you're a brewmaster. Yeah, bro. Oh, beard and everything, bro. I can't even grow my shit, dude. It's taking me uh, six months to just do this. Right. And you know what, Pizza and Breaky, how long did it take you to, to grow that? Two uh, weeks? No, at that, when I was younger, I could. Now it's probably like a month and a half, a month. You know it. Yeah. Dude, this is six months. <laughs> it pisses me off. Whoa. I don't know. Maybe like two months. But still, it sure as hell ain't what you're you, dang, dude. <laughs> hey, Rick, I'm going to mention some of your bartending things. Uh, I remember one time uh, he was a bartender at uh, some bar in El Paso downtown. And it was, uh, it was supposed to be like a granny's... Oh, the prickly elder. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I walked in and I'm like, what the hell? Ah, <laughs> uh, dude, that's part dude, of why. I, it, that, I mean, you're, it felt like you're walking into a house, like a grandma's house, which was, I guess, kind of cool, but. Maybe it was a place for old people. <laughs> it wasn't. Don't even lie. It You know what? It's still there. Okay, it's, it was like, cool. it's still there. People like that, but oh my. When I, like, I was like, okay. That's too hipster for me. We're going to be serving drinks and teapots. I was like, all right, that's fine. But they put flowers on the bar top, like the flower, the wallpaper. And that was like, that's enough for me. I'm not going to be working here. Like, this is, <laughs> I don't, I don't want to be working at that type of bar. So, yeah. hey, Ricky, what are some crazy bartender stories you have of what people did? Actually, at that one, some of the craziest ones, um, I had people having sex in the bathroom. <laughs> Okay. Hey, I told you I'm sorry about that, dude. <laughs> oh, hey, that's you right. always have to bring it up. Dude. I'm sorry. Just it, was the, it was the grannies or what? <laughs> I know, right? Oh my god. Hey. One time I had uh some guy come in and he was like, he put coke on the bar top. He put cocaine right on it. And he was about to fast, and I was like, you. what are you doing? And he was like, oh, I know the owner of this place. I was like, what's his name? And he told me some other name, not the guy that I knew, my boss or whatever. And I was like, no, you don't. Get out of here. And he's like, no, oh, he got all mad at me. So I went around the bar top. Like, I was about to beat him up and, like, take him out. And then he's like, oh, man, no, I'm out, I'm out, I'm out. And he just, like, I don't know. That was, like, one Dude, of the I'm so things. glad you told me that. Guess what I'm going to do at Mission Trails when you guys open up. Oh, my God. Hey, tell, hey it's okay. I know the owner. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, five, that five C beer. I told them there should have been six C's. Six C's. <laughs> okay. It's all some coke on there. But I know him though. He's my cousin. I know. It's like, what does that give you the right? I don't know. It's just weird. Um, let's see. What's it's another? No illegal. 
I know, right? <laughs> not at my, not if you know the owner, dude. Shoot. Not if you know the owner. Oh my god, that's funny, dude. That's another crazy one, dude. That's funny. um. Let's see. Oh, why well, did I tell you guys about the people that came in trying to negotiate with me? Oh. Yeah, yeah, tell yeah. Us, tell, you told us on private, but tell us. And keep oh, okay. Us, so I, actually, this was a few days ago. I had somebody come in and say, like, um, uh, you know, I told them, oh, this is the price. And they're like, you know what? I can give you this much money. I was like, what? No, this is the price of the beer. <laughs> and he was like, well, would you take this? I'm like, no, I need this much. At the end, one of them had to go and get money from the ATM and pay me. And, of course, they didn't tip. I was like, I've never had somebody try and negotiate a drug like that before. <laughs> like, because at the end, this is a drug, right? It's it's a drug. I'm a drug oh. maker, right? And it's like, it's oh, all- it, <laughs> and it's like, what the heck? And I was like, no, no, no. Were they, so, yeah. were, they were they like drunk already and trying to be like, oh no, no. They got drunk here. Well, one of them got buzzed. The other one was fine. The one that go, went to go pick up the money. But one of them got, like, really, really buzzed. Because that churro stout cranks in at 8.02%. So he had uh, nine what? chances of that. What's up? It's at what? What percent? 8.02%. So it's pretty high. And then um, – Yeah, you're high for making it. I want I some. <laughs> so he had a 19-ounce glass, and that was that was, like – too much for him to handle and i think that's when he was trying to negotiate with me and the funny part was is that when they came in they're like oh we need businesses like you guys here in socorro we need this kind of stuff it's very different but then they're like we grew up right up the street but they don't want to support that kind of business right Mm -hmm. so at the end our kind of customer base is probably going to be a lot of tourists people who come and spend their sundays out here right have you been to messia roman messia new mexico yeah 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 yeah, like that's something that we're trying to create here. Like something oh, like awesome. that. Dude. Well, no. and I like Socorro, dude. It's just, yeah, you're oh, right. It dude. doesn't have that many, I guess, businesses or um, everything's going to Horizon, <laughs> really. You yeah, know? everything's so, going to Horizon. Socorro, if it's developing, you guys are part of that. I mean, I, that's awesome, dude. And then I, I love the missions, bro. George's oh. all, you guys have missions? And I got pissed because I'm all, El Paso's missions are older than San Antonio's. Yeah, the Alamo is like a baby compared to the ones here, you know? <laughs> Yeah, like, but the older you get, the less people care about. <laughs> <laughs> You're from San Antonio, George. No, I'm he's from the fake. He's, he's from the fake EP, bro. Tell I'm him from me. the real EP, Eagle Laredo. Pass. You're from Laredo, Eagle Pass. Oh, Eagle. Uh, Eagle. It's on the top. Piedras Negras, right? Yeah, Piedras. Yeah, yeah. From across from it. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I'll like, show you where. Like right there. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. No, man. That guy loves that place. I'm never going to tattoo that. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah, and dude, they only have two high schools, bro. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> the, lower va- the lower valley, bro. We have four high schools, bro. Maybe even five. So how do you know, like, how to make the different kinds of beers? Uh, You know what? So I wanted to do something different. Um, especially the fact that I've traveled. So like when you travel, you don't go like, you don't go to the other side of the world and have McDonald's. Right. Which I've seen people do yeah. <laughs> right? that one time, right. right? Like, you know, like you go to the, side of the world and you want to have a flavor. You want to have something unique from that area because you might not be there again ever in your life. So I try and look for flavors. I try and be creative 
with the touch of my culture. For example, at Churro Stout, my partners had given me a donut stout actually for my wedding. They gave me a donut stout. They're like, we want you. It was a great beer and everything. They're like, and so when we started our company and everything, they said, well, remember that donut beer we gave you? I was like, yeah. What if we do something like Mexican? And I was like, maybe churros, pan dulce. They're like, churros, because they know about churros. And I was like, oh, okay. So that's the way you start coming up with your flavors and everything. So the first thing is the idea, right? What is it that you're trying to target? Am I trying to make a mango IPA? Am I trying to make uh, a tamarindo sour? Am I trying to make? And then from there, you go to designing the beer. So for for designing, there's some people that I've seen this. Again, this is why I don't think I'm a brewmaster at all. I've seen some people just do it from in here. Boom, 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 boom. This is what we know. Not me. I have to go in and like look at different recipes and see, well, first of all, what kind of hops would go with tamarindo? And then I look it up. Oh, okay, this goes with this. This is, And then from there, uh, then I can kind of design the beer and put my ideas together and then make mine uniquely. Nice. So that's how you go about making a beer. In fact, I think the most important thing to make beer, because a lot of people are like, so what's the most important thing? And a lot of people say love or whatever. I think the most important <laughs> thing I know it's <laughs> love. You gotta love anything. No, I, I think the most important thing is creativity. You got to make something that nobody else has tried before. Right? So like, have you ever tried or something that makes you unique? And to make you unique, you have to think about, well, what's going to make me unique, you know? And the borderland, it's so weird. Like, remember when we traveled to Europe, right? Yeah. Remember that guy in Belgium? I remember still 12 years old, and we were in Belgium, and we wanted to rent bikes. Yeah, yeah, I remember about that. to close up. And he was like, he saw us all with American attire. He's all, you guys are Americans? <laughs> Isn't that one a gypsy? <laughs> yeah, I know. We're like, no, we're from Texas. He's like, oh, Texas. And all this stuff. And then he let us rent the bikes. Yeah. Like, you know, like this area of, of the world is so unique. Who the heck gives their kids spicy candy? <laughs> who? Who yeah, gives yeah. them tamarindo? Who parents, them? that's who. Yeah, I, I, no, well, apparently all Mexicans are because we give our kids Cheetos. We give them these tamarindos that are spicy candies. You try and give that to somebody who lives in Europe, they're going to be like, what the heck? An adult, you know? So a lot of our culture, our food is very complex too. So a lot of the food here, the gastronomy, if you look at Mexican food, it's some of the hardest to make in the world too. Mole has what, 23, 22 ingredients or something like that? Menudo? What the heck is that? You know, it takes hours and hours to make. Even beans, the simplest Mexican food takes you three hours unless you have a pressure cooker. You know, I just learned that, by the way, because, you know, <laughs> you got to make, make it fast for your family. Right? Yeah, exactly. It's like I got to eat bean burritos, you know, doesn't taste the same, though. Doesn't taste the same. I know. Right. But if you leave them and, and oh, yeah, like Mexican food is pretty complex and everything. So if you can add a touch of that guava, mangos, avocados, these things are not just found just anywhere. It's a very unique thing found here. So I wanted to take that and put it into our brewery. I wanted to take that and put that stuff into our beer. Also a little history lesson. Like I told you about the five C's IPA, right? This area is so historical. It's older than the United States, right? I think the mission is older than the U S. So if we can add that and then also teach people about beer and the education of beer and brewing and all that, that's what I wanted to make us unique from all the rest of the breweries here. And from anywhere else that I've been to, you know, so that's kind of what our concept is. If that's what you're asking. Again, I went off like I told no. you a lot. <laughs> That's all right, bro. I forgot what the question was. It's all good. 
He was asking you about, uh, about how do you make a beer? How do oh, you come yeah. up with it? But and then so I'm now I'm thinking like all that complexity. What about like home brewers? How do they like? How do they come up? Because okay, they you see these kits in the stores like Bed Bath and Beyond, make your own beer. Yeah, can you have the same complexity with those home kits or not really? You know what you can. But if you just follow the recipe, you're not going to have that complexity. I do suggest first learn how to make beer, right? Like how are you going to go crazy if you don't even know like the bait? The best way I could explain brewing, it's like chess. Do you guys know how to play chess? I hope some of you review. I know Roman does. Okay, yes, dude, you beat me. I- no, <laughs> it's like – and I read this in a book and it explained it well. There's certain rules for chess, but you can make it a beautiful game. You can make it a nice game, and but they there's made certain, it a show in Netflix. I know, right? <laughs> there's certain boundaries. So, like, uh, if you get those kits, they give you all the boundaries, but they're very rigid. And you, and it's like, okay, but I do think they're good because you learn. Okay, I need to be clean because first of all, for brewing, you're dealing with a microbiotic yeast is so small. Any little thing, it's very tedious. You need to be super clean. Uh, and it's telling you the recipe, like making bread or whatever. But like, let's say the next time you get the kid and say, ah, you know what? I want to add vanilla and it doesn't have it in the kit. Mm. And it's like, okay, then you start experimenting. Where do I add the vanilla? And what does that, what does the vanilla do in whatever process I add it? And then the next time you, you get that kit, you're like, what if I do, uh, I don't know, let's say, what if I ferment at a lower temperature? What would happen? Or what if I ferment at a higher temperature? What if I decide not to add this grain? What if I add these other grains? What if I change the hops? Then that's where you can start being creative. But you need to first learn the boundaries of how brewing is, right? So sanitation, that you need a mash, that you need hops and, 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 and all these things. And also how to mill the grain and everything. So I think those kits are good to start off with. But to get creative, you need to do it a lot. And then you can start saying, oh, and now I know what this ingredient is going to do in this process you know, when I do it this way. Right. And that comes from experience. You could read books about it too, but the experience is better. I think. So Ricky, <clears throat> I, I don't know why I just feel like George and I, we need to come up with, we need to make our own, we need to brew our own beer, call it a too hard, too fast. Even if it's has beer, like you said, Mickey's and all those, sometimes they sell more than craft beers. So we're going to aim to make a beer. How about that? Well, so, I'll tell you those beers well, are harder to make. Are they? All right. Then we're just oh, going to take the, Then we want to take – what's the easiest thing to make? <laughs> the easiest thing to make would probably be like a stout. A really a stout? Before you answer that, I want to know why those beers are um, harder to make. Well, there's a lot of re- – well, a couple of reasons. But the main reason, them being so light, as a brewer, you can't mess up. If you mess up, You'll you're going to – if you mess up, you're going to smell it. You can't hide it. Compared to dark beers, very hoppy beers that have, as somebody once told me, offensive flavors. That's I love offensive it flavors. It offends me every day. Yeah. I know, right? It's like, I've never heard that term, but all right. And he was like, I love offensive flavors. I was like, what are you, a masochist? Like, I don't get it. Yeah, I'm like, so like those, those beers, those light beers are harder to make because of that reason. Also, those beers, a Bud Light can take you two to three months to make. That's why you have to make so much or else you won't make money. These beers, uh, the craft ones, at the longest, unless you barrel age or, or do some kind of crazy process, 
but with equipment, I have it two to three weeks, you know, two and a half weeks. Um, the other thing is the temperature. So lagers, which are most of those types of beers, like the Bud Light, the Coors, the Miller, Corona, Dos Equis, um, the Sol, all those types of beers is uh, the temperature. So like these beers, an ale can vary in temperature. If all of a sudden it cranks up 10 degrees, you're going to be okay. Some lagers, you crank up five, you just ruined your batch. You can't go back. You just ruined it, you know, yeah. for certain types of yeast and stuff. The type Because there's two categories of beers. And out of those two categories, all the rest of the types of beers come out of. So there's lagers and there's ales. And from there, everything else comes out of. So like ales are porter, stouts, dunkelweissens, hefenweissens, IPAs, APs. Those are all ale-style beers. Those are top fermenting beers. So yeast that eats at the top of the fermenter. A bottom fermenting beer, you're talking about a lager, right? That's Oktoberfest, Bach, Hellas, Bavarian, Bavarian-style Pilsner, and all these things. So like those are a lot harder to make. And sure enough, what are they? They're German. So these are some of the oldest brewers and stuff. And even if you go to Germany, that's why they're known for beer. They've done some of the hardest processes. The whole reason you would, and then people would say, well, if they're so hard to make, how come it overtook the market? There was a b- big influx of German immigrants to the United States and Mexico. I think it's like, uh, I, don't, I don't remember if it's the early, uh, the, er- the early 1900s. Late 1800s or 1850s, I don't know. Yeah, but that's been in the 1800s because, well, as you know, Rick, like there's New Braunfels or Fredericksburg, you know, there's like German communities here in Texas. So. That makes sense. So that beer overtook the market. So when people thought of beer, they thought of German beer. Mm. And that's why it overtook the market. That's why there's this whole craft movement that's been happening since the 80s. But it started off like in places like Seattle, Washington, and now it, it trickled down to the rest of the U.S. But before, like people only knew really German beer. It was kind of rare to have like a cream ale even, which is like a beer that was common in the Civil War and stuff. Like, so that's why these beers overtook the market, you know. So those beers are harder to make. So if you want to make a, a crappy beer per se, because honestly, who's the ones going with all the money? It's not me. It's Anheuser-Busch, you know. <laughs> it's like they made a good beer, but it's just been so overused that people are now getting into craft. You know, now they're getting into these breweries and stuff, especially here in El Paso. We get the tail end of everything. It's like what happened in San Antonio and Dallas 15, 10 years ago is barely happening here. You know, it's barely happening because I'm sure in San Antonio, you guys had like Pearl, right? Yeah. But what did you guys have? Yeah, I Pearl, know- Star, uh, what else? I had one. I think it was Alamo or, or Alamo. Isn't there Alamo, a community? Alamo's, pre- Alamo's pretty new, but, you know. Because I, I went there for our honeymoon. We went to San Antonio before we went to Mexico. So I had, like, some of Alamo's beer. I went to a couple of breweries there. So, like, that stuff is already there. You guys probably have already maybe 40 or 50 breweries. El Paso has six. That tell, And we're about the same size. So it's just barely beginning. The market is just. Yeah, there's a bunch, will be the seventh. Yeah, we're going to be the seventh. <laughs> and for a couple of reasons, El Paso, um, when we were with our old distributor, they gave us a couple of stats. We were the number one consumers of Bud Light per capita in the nation a couple of years back to back. That means per person, we drank more than Las Vegas of Bud Light. Wow. I know, dude, growing up, like in high school, that's all everyone would buy, Bud Light. And I hated Bud Light, dude. But you know yeah, what? Like, uh... Do you think that's like a Rasa thing? Because like, Come on, like right here where I live, the HEBs in my neighborhood, all they sell is Bud Light, Budweiser, Miller Light. 
you know, barely do you find a Shiner if you're lucky, like a six pack of Shiner. And that's crazy you being in Texas. Texas. Yeah, you know, but that's just in my in the neighborhood. Oh, that's but, true. H E B's they they tailor to I, yeah. to the area. So San Antonio mm-hmm. has like so like if you expand uh, from uh, the neighborhood of uh, Raza and you know Mexicans, Hispanics, you go a little bit out, then you have the craft beers and like Worm said, like almost every time we have something new on the podcast because and most of the time it's local, like either local San Antonio or at least local Texas. But for the most part, at least what I bring on, it's local San Antonio uh, small breweries, and I've had yet. Except for St. Arnold, and there was another one that we we featured way too much and got in way too little attention from it. <laughs> but um, <laughs> for the most part, like local San Antonio places, there's a lot. But Oh, yeah. yeah but, I but mean- in certain HEBs, all they have is Bud Light and Budweiser, and maybe that's why in El Paso, you know, you guys are a border town, and... I don't know. Maybe it's the marketing. Like that, they hit us good. Anheuser knows. Like, hey, they're gonna drink it. Yeah, <laughs> and it's very true. A lot of it is marketing, which is weird because I think the Super Bowl was the first one they did a market after so many years. Or I don't know if I, I think I read that. And even then, I think I saw commercials like that's marketing. But um, I I think people like to drink that, especially when they're construction workers working outside you don't want to go and drink a stout you know after you've been outside, i'll have a corona after I cut my, my grass and there is grass that grows in el paso by the way <laughs> in between the rocks i know no one time i told my friends i was like yeah people decorate their yards with rocks in dallas they started laughing i was like no they do they're like no way we don't believe that i was like yeah like if you have grass like you're spending good money on water. And then they went on Google Maps and they saw a lot of people decorated their house with rocks, you know? <laughs> but uh, yeah, so like, you know, you do something like that and it's like, do I really want a stout or something? But that's why loggers or just light beer. I want to make some light beers, attract that crowd and tell them, look, but we make it here because a lot of people drink, but they don't know somebody made that. Somebody's behind that. And I think that's what's so fascinating about a brewery is that you can, I can, like Roman said, I'll give you a tour. I'll show you the process. Look, we made it here from scratch. And I think that that's fascinating. And I want to attract some of that crowd in here. I'm not going to just, oh, you drink that piss. Like, I'm not going to tell anybody that. I'd be like, well, screw you. Like, I don't want to, you know, because I've heard some craft beer people like, oh, you drink. And I say, you know what? I've drank it too, you know, and I still do. I'll drink a Natty Light. I don't care, you know. Like I appreciate it. I'm like, you know what? This is a beer. It's it's and and for some reason they're making more money than I am. <laughs> like that's what I think. And I look at the foam. I look at the clarity. I'm like, I appreciate it. You know. Um. So I I really want to hit that crowd. I want to get those people that work hard and everything and tell them, look, we make something similar to that. You know, and we can cater to your palate. We can cater to it. So yeah. I want to I want to ask this question now that we're talking about this because. When it's super hot, yes, uh, Michelob Ultra, Bud Light, super cold, it's going to hit good. Like, it's oh, like yeah. not maybe like, oh, I'm going to get a buzz from it, but it, that, that crisp, cold taste and it's not heavy, that's going to hit. But um, do you think, or I want to know your opinion on, like, how you should drink a beer. Should it be cold, 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 or... 
What's the best way to enjoy it for taste? Room temperature. I know the answer, uh, right, Ricky? I, I like cold. Okay. <laughs> I used to like room temp. I used to. I but used to just do that to get drunk. You know what? Sometimes it's good to start off cold. I, or this is the way I do. And again, this is because you got to think of this. This is a very subjective science. I can say I like McDonald's and you don't. You know what I mean? Like, Burger King, hell it's yeah. up to you. But this is the way I like to drink it, which it might not be the technical way to do it. I like to get my beer very cold. And if it's a darker beer, I like to kind of sip it and let it warm up. And then I finish my pint. If I get a light beer, I want to keep it cold. I want it as cold as possible, like where there's ice on that glass, you know? And, uh, well, ice created from the beer, not not like an icy glass because that's no, disgusting. Right. I hate that. I hate that. <laughs> that's one thing I don't like. Uh, like you go to a lot of these bars and they're all, do you want a cold glass? And they pour the beer inside. It tastes like water. I hate it. But um, <laughs> Ramon's laughing. I mean, it's like, it's like the weirdest thing. But it's thing. because like, I, if I have like a warm Bud Light, a warm Michelob Ultra, where if it it's was colder, yeah, that's what, yeah, not as good. But if I have a room temperature IPA or some, something like that along those lines, like a, usually I try not to drink like like dark beers, uh, room temperature, but like IPA, stuff like that, I like to drink them room temperature and get a better taste out of it. Yeah, because a lot of the aroma and stuff comes out at room temp. When it's colder, you don't. But one thing that you do lose as temperature goes up is carbonation. That's mm-hmm. another thing. I Like I've noticed a lot of the time I'm like I crave a beer and then I'm like, no, I'm just craving something carbonated. So I go and get a Topo Chico. It's like <laughs> really carbonated. Like I, that's a big part of the flavor of beer, right? So when you get something very carb, so like as temperature goes up with craft beer, it's good because you get to smell all the aromas and everything, um, but your carbonation goes down. And with those cold beers, when you see them, it's like super carved and you're just chug it. It's it's good, you know? Um, okay. Right on the back of the throat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like when I get a growler, I have to drink it in one sitting because yeah. it's flat and it's like, ugh. I mean, it's still okay, but. It's not as good. Yeah. It's not as good. That's a big I, – I think that's what makes beer so good, I think, is the carbonation. Yeah. If you have bad carbonation, usually the beer is terrible, whether it's a light beer like a Bud Light or even like a dark one. Now, even if, when you're drinking the whiskey age and the barrel age and all that stuff, they have limited carbonation, not as much. But as soon as that carbonation dies down, I'm like, oh, I could have just drank a whiskey. <laughs> like what the f- am i doing like you know it's like it just tastes like whiskey um but yeah so what what are your guys favorite styles of beer uh, styles yeah like what's your favorite uh brand of beer and what's your favorite style of beer whatever's gonna get me drunk or faster <laughs> <laughs> and longer <laughs> we're not that technical but i'll give it a dude i hate light beers dude so i mean i guess yeah if, if they're really cold then i could chug an natty light or a bud light or whatever but uh but uh i mean i love ipas man that's um i love that second uh, i guess would be porters then stouts um but i mean ipas are, are usually my favorite oh nice i can't wait till you try that five c's when are you coming down to el paso probably in two weeks oh, okay well, come on by. Come on by. I can sell right. now. and I'll give you some samples. And oh, stuff. Yeah, can't wait. Yeah, for sure. So I think, I, I've said this before on the podcast. Like, 
I I enjoy the Bud Light, the uh, Michelob Ultra, and uh, they got the like two of my favorite light beers. Um, but it's really because of like that carbonation hitching the back of the throat with the bubbly kind of thing. But if I'm just if I'm gonna watch a football game on the couch, I cannot drink that because I will get full before I really get any kind of buzz and like yeah, kind of. Well, that's, that's why. That's what you don't eat, bro. That's what I do. I don't eat the whole day, and then I drink. <laughs> no, oh. but if I'm looking for that buzz, I cannot sit on the couch and drink that. Um, if I'm doing like if I'm barbecuing outside or at a tailgate, yeah, I'm down for that stuff like that. Uh, uh, I thought you couldn't sit on the couch because you're a Bengals fan because they always lose. I'm just kidding. His brother worked for him. <laughs> oh really? Oh okay. Yeah, that's why I support it. Uh, I really, I'm a Cowboys fan. Oh okay. So they, still lose. Right. they still lose. We don't talk sports on this podcast. I know, man. Sometimes that's harder than religion or anything else. Like people get mad on their sports, man. They get mad. Uh, hey, Ricky, I want to get into uh, just liquors very quick, and then. Uh, um... So this is George's favorite, bro, right here. Some Jim Beans, bro. Give us some uh, give us some mixed drinks that you either like making or that you like making for yourself or drinking or whatever. Jim Beam with cherry Dr. Pepper. One of the best things I've ever had. You ever had that, George? No. Uh-uh. Jim Beam with cherry Dr. Pepper. My good friend, uh, Carlos Goy, he gave me that one time. It was one of the best things I've ever had. I've never had <laughs> anything like that. Mm. And I, don't, I usually whiskeys and stuff. I just try and drink them straight, you know. Just uh, I mean, not like straight, but I'll sip on them. Um, I have done something like that, but uh, what's it called? Uh, yeah, but uh, Jim Beam with with cherry Dr Pepper. It's really good. Really nice. Good. All right. Cool. Now I know what to take to George's because that's all he has, bro. And I mean, I mean, more usually I drink vodka because you know. Okay. Oh well. Then speaking of vodka, boom! Right here, bro. What would you make from me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad you brought that up, George. I what know, right? Perfect. Drinks you'll make with these because that's what George mainly drinks. He loves Jim Bean, but he drinks vodka. How stupid is that, huh? Well, <laughs> and there's a lot of reasons. I love Jim Bean, but I don't like that, like the smell that comes off afterwards. Um, and also, I'm like I said, I like to like keep my figure, so vodka <laughs> doesn't have any calories. Uh, <laughs> But I've also said in that one podcast that where we rate at the Devil's River, that I rate Devil's River way higher than Jim Beam, and hey. especially especially this coffee one. But the reason Jim Beam is one of my favorites is because for like eighteen bucks to twenty dollars, you can get a full handle. Where more mostly whiskeys for twenty bucks, you get a seven fifty ml. So. Oh, okay. I'm going price point. Price, price. Yeah, um, with vodka, you can mix that with anything. It's done. Oh, <laughs> it's done. <laughs> you know, I was like, <laughs> it's like that coffee is done, that coffee whiskey. <laughs> but what's, what's your favorite? More, I don't what's know your... if I want to go too hard too fast. <laughs> what's your favorite drink with vodka, either to make or, or just for yourself? Moscow Mule. Okay. Moscow Mule for sure. Ginger beer, lime, and vodka. Uh, maybe a little bit of agave syrup in there, just a mm. tiny bit. I think it's great with the mint leaf. Oh, that's delicious for sure. You see, George, I'm telling you, bro, Ricky, okay. mixologist, gonna, you won't admit it, mixologist. 
I might blow your mind in a, uh, right now. Um, have you ever, it's this exotic drink, and it's a little hard to make. Like, not a lot of people can really, like, perfect it. But have you ever had a vodka water? <laughs> With lime. <laughs> With lime. Uh, I've had one of those. I like I like vodka tonic or gin and tonic. With lime, but okay. vodka water, I've had maybe one or two of those, so I can't even remember how they tasted. It was like, just like watered down vodka. <laughs> I like, I don't remember. The, Probably already inex- drunk, just trying to get more drunk drinking that. You know, <laughs> for the inexperienced, it tastes like vodka. For the experienced, more uh, senior uh, people. <laughs> It's like lemon water. <laughs> Depends what you put in. What kind of citrus yeah. put in. Oh, man. All right, next one, Ricky. Boom. Kahlua. Um, one Just of the coffee. <laughs> no, no, but one of the best ones. Yeah, I've, I've liked it with coffee or an Irish coffee or a white Russian. But Ooh, dude, I love white Russians, dude. White Russians, they're delicious. You put Kahlua vodka and then uh, cream, right? Wow. Or yeah, I think so. But uh, what is the percentage of alcohol in Kahlua? I've never had it. Oh, I don't know. I know it's a liquor, so it should be less than Not 40. much, twenty percent. But uh, yeah, liqueurs are tend to be less. Yeah, it's only twenty percent. Yeah, that's all it is. Twenty percent. Yeah, it's so not much. You got vodka without you get more flavor of the Kahlua. And well, you get the flavor of the Kahlua with higher alcohol, right? So because it's a white Russian, but yeah. All right, cool. Next one, boom, right here. That one, I think I've only had that once. I thought it tasted really? disgusting. Oh, <gasps> yeah, yeah, I like it. What the hell? <laughs> really? I don't think I've ever uh, heard anyone oh. say that, dude. But it, it's 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 for. I feel like I've said that before. Really? I don't remember, bro. I was drunk. I don't know. I wouldn't even know what to mix that with. Um, uh, I just drink it straight, so it's all good. Oh, yeah. All right. Or maybe I'll put a little bit of Dr. Pepper. I learned that from someone. I don't know. Maybe all right. Hey, my favorite. Maybe Ricky's favorite, too. Boom. Which one's that one? Uh, it's just tequila, bro. It's just – I got it from um, – oh, No, but what is it called? I couldn't see it because your screen. Oh, tequila Los Tres Tonios. Oh, I've never had that one, but for no, tequila? I know. It's from Casumel. Oh, yeah, I yeah. went there for my honeymoon. Loved it. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. I want to I wanna go back. Yeah, oh, dude, this one was good. But tequila, just tequila in general, bro. Oh, that's kind of hard. I do straight, love it. Straight, bro. That's the right answer. I, you know what? I do love it straight. It, it, you don't even touch an añejo. Even reposados, you just leave it alone and you drink it like that. Um, but if you're gonna have a white tequila, mm. um, let's see. I used to make a, a smash, so it was a tequila smash. So it was made with lemon, not lime, lemon, agave syrup, and with um, mint leaf, and just a, a dash of mineral water. And you would shake it, and then you put the mineral water on top. It was so good. It was really good stuff. Um, uh, and I don't like regular margaritas, the sweet and sour, unless they're made from scratch. But if you get a skinny margarita, which it sounds like, oh, it, it's not healthier for you. But all <laughs> the skinny margarita, you put lime juice, agave nectar, and tequila. You shake it really well till it gets frothy, and then you pour it in. That's 
really, really good stuff. I like it. That really brings out the flavor of, of the tequilas. And then, um, you know, without really, and you get a little bit of sweetness from it. So I think that's pretty good. But um, yeah, those are probably the, the drinks that I would make with. For sure. yeah. What about Palomas? Have you ever had Palomas? I do like Palomas. Grapefruit, uh, soda, right? And tequila. I think that's good. And then there's another one that I'm trying to remember. If it comes to my mind, I'll I'll let you guys know. Pero Palomas, I think, are good. A lot of people use squirt. But if you get that soda from Mexico, Mexico, um, ¿cómo se llama esa? the one that comes in a, in a glass bottle. Fanta. You know? No, it might be a Fanta. No, it's not a Fanta. Barolitos. No. Jarritos. Yes. With the Jarritos grapefruit. Oh, that's good. And you can even put a slice of grapefruit in it or a slice of lemon. It tastes so good. That's some good stuff with ice. So for sure. Dang, nice. Well, Ricky, I, I have this. It's reminding me of you, bro. You have your guitar with you, bro? I want you to play us a song. I don't have my guitar. Oh, okay, well, sing for us, bro. Oh, my Before God. Us, uh, request, bro, Jerusalem. Remember that song, bro? <laughs> a church song. It's a church. It's a church joke. Right. Oh, I remember that one. Uh, yeah, bro. Boom. Viva Mexico, bro. Boom. I would say let's take a shot, but you don't have no liquor there, do you? No, I don't. I just got beer. We took a shot. Hey, he hey, cheers. Hey, to Ricky, Mission Trails. Cheers. Salud, guys. Salud. Salud. All right, Ricky. Um, well, I don't know, George. Did you have any que- any other questions? Because uh, I want to do the finale of donating five bucks or ten bucks, dude. May you know what? F- Ricky has been good, dude. Fifteen bucks. <laughs> but, but before we, before uh, I'm gonna share my screen. I'm gonna share my screen, Ricky. But before we do that, uh, George, do you have any other questions for? Well, R- Ricky, before I, before we started recording, I said the drunker you get him, the more he's gonna donate. So I think you only bumped it up to five bucks. <laughs> I know. <laughs> hey, but something, something though, right? Something, yeah, something. at least uh, I was able to do it virtually. I think if he was here, I could get 20 or 25 out of him. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's all, yeah. Let's go. Uh, I want you to give us uh, a little words of inspiration for anybody that wants to start their own business or start being a brewer, anything like that, that that they can learn from you? Um, well, like brewing, like I told you, be as creative as you can for a business. I think uh, somebody who wants to be free, but is willing to work very hard. Um, for sure, it's not for everybody. And that's not a, it's not that I'm putting anybody down or up or whatever. I just think, make sure that, hey, you know what, you're willing to do a lot of things, um, but you, you want to, right? You want to. And uh, for somebody who's motivated, for sure. Um, and for anybody who wants to start a brewery, it's a great industry. But just because it's a brewery doesn't mean it's not work. <laughs> There's a lot of work. There's a lot of work. A lot of cleaning. A lot of uh, a lot of um, paperwork. A lot of I, we did construction here. But um, for sure, anybody who wants to start one, I mean, put put yourself out there. You know, if you, if if you're tired of your job or whatever, and you're like, I want to do something, but you really want to make sure that you want to do it. Life's too short. And how often, how often do you get drunk off of your own stuff? Oh, no. no. <laughs> uh, I, did, I got actually the other day I kegged the churro 
and I hadn't eaten all day. This is like at nine o'clock, and um, I, I kegged it and I poured a pint. I drank like three fourths of it, and I had to call my wife and tell her, "You know what, babe? I'm drunk. I have to get something to eat." Uh, yeah, and I didn't mean to to be drunk. You know, I went, but I went too hard, too fast. Yeah, my gosh, I was like, oh my gosh. So yeah, for sure. I think that's where I would fail because I would always be like, I'm just taste testing. Like it's it's forbidden. <laughs> I, I I taste test all day, but uh, it's just like when I poured that pine and. I, I was like, no, and I got food in, and my wife was like, why? I was like, I, I can't drive. I'm sorry, I can't. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, we have one more question, but that's going to be at the end. We're going to let Worm show us what you're doing, Worms. All right, bro. Dude, I got my five bucks ready, bro. Uh, see. I'm going to share my screen. George, how's that look? Show everybody what those tears are. <laughs> oh, shit, I got a special. <laughs> Hold up. I got a special guest here that's uh, just uh, interrupting me. <laughs> a little rowdy. Popovich! You son of a bitch! We still need to do an episode about uh, me getting my dog, but eventually. <laughs> said pop. All right. Hey, so, so Ricky, I'm going to go through this. You see my screen, Ricky? Yeah, I see it. All right, George, everything looks good? Everything looks good on my end. I hope you All don't right, have any like, security stuff you're giving away. Yeah. <laughs> just my credit card, but it's all right. <laughs> All right, so Ricky, so hey, let the people know, bro. So they could go where Kickstarter.com and uh, just look at Mission Brewery, uh, Mission Trail Brewery. Is that correct? Yes. All right. So boom, right here. So hey, so Mission Trail Brewery, bro, right here. So for the people out there, Kickstarter, boom. Um, you know what? I'm gonna play this video. Is that okay? For, yeah. Uh, oh, oh, that's pretty cool. I hate. <laughs> 2020 has sucked. I, like that's really not me singing, oh, dang, dude, I... <laughs> dang, that's nice. Ooh. Who did the videos and stuff, Ricky? It was Cam, one of my partners. Okay, nice. No, it's pretty cool. Is this copyrighted music? Uh, I think we should copyright it. Okay, well, you know what? I'm gonna put it on mute then, just in case. No, you should let it play. It's kind of funny. It's pretty if funny. I copyright it, then we're good. All right, thanks. Oh, yeah, it's my partner singing, so it's, oh, it's okay. okay. We're good. Yeah, yeah. I, I was joking. Oh, okay. I was cool, cool, cool. With your help, we can make 2021 suck less, like a lot less. <laughs> That's Cam, right there. I'm not Sarah McLaughlin. My name's Cameron. Sorry to catfish you with my angelic voice, but I have a very important message to share. I'm here with Casey, a refreshing golden ale, whose only crime was being brewed during a pandemic. Will you be the one to help us save Casey and others like her? Hell yeah. Every day, a full glass of beer waits for you at Mission Trail Brewery. Alone, effervescent, cold, they are crying for help. Please, all the instructions in the description of this video and join the Kickstarter with the donation right now. Will you get awesome rewards and swag? You'll be helping Mission Trail Brewery provide beer to a loving home. So <laughs> why is he angry? Look at his eyes. <laughs> have a beer instead. The mask makes him look like that. <laughs> come with an 
email of a photo of a beer that has been given a second chance. There's a beer that needs you. Your donation says, I'm thirsty and I can't wait for this pandemic to be over. Please donate right now. Aw, dude, that turned me off. Thank you. I think you're donating 20 bucks now. Yeah, no, I think 40 40 bucks, dude. So this $71% of it's cool. Hey, you're not going to guilt me into giving any money, right? Because I need a taste of it. He may put on the bangles. I don't know. That's all good, bro. I'll donate for George, dude. 50 bucks, bro. So I just want to let the people, as of right now, I guess, three. The pledge of five thousand, five thousand is the goal, and so far you're at thirty five hundred. Then correct. Mm-hmm. Damn, I want to a- get chorro from the churro first. <laughs> I <do> <laughs> hey, I like this part, the story. I, I'm not gonna read all of it, just some. At first, we drank to celebrate 2020. Then we drank just to get through it. Dang, dang <laughs> I like that. Now, oh, oh wait, now it's almost time. It's almost that time we drank to forget it. Dang. There we come in, Mission Trail Brewery, the first brewery located on the Mission Trail in Socorro, Texas. Worm, at this point, you're just reading a PowerPoint to me. (laughs) 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 That's all right, dude. Uh, Sure. How do I go to the damn campaign, bro? Back this product. (laughs) Back this product, the project. Project, bro. What did I say? Product? Product. Product. (laughs) <laughs> All right, you're drunk. Give the project. I know. <laughs> All right. One more. What are we at? Project. Oh, yeah, you're right. All right, check it. Let's see. So $5 or more. NASA, $10 or more. 12 Oh, you guys have a 12 17 I think you're at 45 right now. Uh, okay, 35 40 You know what, Ricky? You're my cousin. Should I do 100 Oh my God, dude. Maybe the soft opening. Oh, wait, wait. 250 Is that all you got? You know oh, what? So two fifty, what? Personally signed thank you picture of dude. I want a, I want it signed by you, okay? Three I'll sign of, it. Uh, let's see, three pack logo stickers, limited edition credit. Oh, and I also want it signed by your cousin who made this shirt. Is, is the robot guy? Get him to sign it too. The robot guy, <laughs> Diego. Hey, aren't you guys? Don't you guys have a gallery close to you in our gallery? Yeah, yeah, he's right. He's right next to us All for right. sure. All right. Well, he has to come on if he wants us to promote him. Uh, a wooden, let's see, credit card style bottle opener, dude. That sounds legit. Wooden bottle opener, a face mask. Nice. Limited edition pint glass t-shirt. Dang, dude. Let's do 250 bro. No, manches. Oh, amount. <laughs> Shipping designation, five bucks. It's cool. Let's do it. All right. Uh, let me see. Ricky, can I have your credit card? <laughs> Hey, I'll make sure I give you exemplary service at our first hey, set. Bro, when's the soft opening? Do you know or not yet? Hey, George, wait, wait, before you end, uh, George, are you able to uh, blank? Oh, what says it right here? Ricky, what do you think, bro? I, uh, you know what? I like you so much, bro, because you're my cousin, bro. I pledged the, <laughs> the full max, bro, 250 and five bucks uh, shipping and handling. So, but I want it hand delivered by you, dude. I want you to drive off. So it's going to cost you more, but ni modo. Hey, you know what? I do have to visit you. I still haven't seen you in Midland. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's all good. It's all, it's yeah, all good. There's, there's not much here, bro. That's why I go to El Paso. <laughs> but, hey, 
Ricky, I just want to say I, I appreciate you, bro. You've um, you hooked me up. You got you let uh, you allowed me to try some uh, some beer at Mission uh, at Mission Trail Brewery, bro, and it was so good, bro. I, I support you guys, hundred percent. Boom! I pledged the max. I, I encourage people out there to do it too, and um, and uh, yeah, bro. I look forward to go to the soft opening, George. Uh, I'm gonna record myself, bro. Get drunk, and then uh, we can make a whole episode of that. What do you think? Well, earlier before Ricky got on, you said you were gonna take me with you. This was a too hard, too fast uh, donation. It, or- Lunch. It was too hard, too fast, dude. I did it on. I just said, you know what? Screw it, Ricky. You know why? Because you did such a great job today, bro. <laughs> you guys should both come down. I'll I'll take care of you guys, man. I'll give you the yeah. whole shenanigans, yeah. the whole spiel, and everything. You guys would love it, man, bro. Good. I'm down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah dude. So hey, so you should be closer to your goal now, bro. So there you go. All right. Hey, so when can I expect this stuff, bro? I want it now. <laughs> I know. You got to like now. You after, so we have to reach five grand for the pledge. And we have to. I won't get the crap unless unless you reach the goal. If not, you get the money back. I want, You know what? I want my money now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know there was a condition, bro. That's what the Kickstarter does. So, like, if, if we reach the goal, which I think we will, because we're already 71%. We're only two and a half weeks from the, the goal time. And uh, if we reach the goal, then you get all the stuff. If we don't reach the goal, everybody gets their money back. That's the way it works. That's a Kickstarter. Man, nice. I think we're one of the first ones in El Paso to do it. Like we even came out on the newspaper for it and stuff. So what are you guys going to use that money for? What We're going to probably use it for more equipment because okay. with Diego, your cousin, <laughs> <laughs> he brings in all this kind of promotion. Cause I was thinking, Oh, we'll do small equipment. We'll, you know, kind of grow into it and then we'll get more later. Dude. If I knew that Diego was going to be next to us, I would have got something that was three or maybe even five times bigger for sure, because he just gives us so much promotion. He's helped us out a lot. You guys are already giving us promotion. So it's like uh, we're getting a lot more promotion than what we thought, for sure. Yeah, that's awesome, yeah, man. We, yeah. Hopefully you'll be well-known in San Antonio. So Yeah, hopefully. Well, you know, my goal or our goal, the company's goal, is yeah. to become like a shiner, but for in El Paso. I hope so, bro. We sell all of Texas. All of Texas. We want to sell it to all of Texas and state Texan. Try to sell it to H-E-B, bro, because that's where I buy all my stuff. H-E-B. There's no freaking H-E-Bs in El Paso. I know, bro, but you don't need H-E-B in El Paso. Probably no H-E-Bs in matter. Hey, we're the real Texas here, man. This is a real party. (laughs) There's probably no H-E-Bs in Shiner either. I've never been. (laughs) You can be in a commercial and say, hey, this is the beer aisle. And HB, we sell Mission Trail Brewery stuff. Oh man, churro, churro. <laughs> Dude, I also, bro. I'm praying, Lord, please help Ricky and his brewery. May they become successful. Amen. Boom, dude. I hope so, bro. Hope you guys make it big. Appreciate it for sure. Well, yeah, right, I'm pretty sure you will. I mean, I don't know anything. I just know this is too hard, too fast, and I think <laughs> you have. You really do have something going for you. You're smart. You know what you're doing. I haven't tasted your beer, but I really want to taste it, man. <laughs> you need to come by. Where are you right now in Eagle Pass? San Antonio. Oh, bro. oh my gosh. All right. 
<laughs> Why didn't you visit him when you were there, Ricky? Chikulo. I know. It's like... your, 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 your brother did? Your brother went to go see George? Shit. Yeah, but no loco. I just met him. I still haven't met him. I know him through a computer. <laughs> your brother fell asleep on my lawn, in my front lawn. Oh, my gosh. That sounds like my brother. Should I cut that out? Should I cut that out? Oh, no. It's fine. You'll know. My brother is such a free soul. My brother's so free. He's on, like... Very free. Hey, do you think he'd be down to get on? Oh, hell yeah. yeah <laughs> but he's going to be late by like 30 minutes. Well, that's the way I am, bro. <laughs> You'll be right on time. George is the only one that will be pissed. It's all good. Dude, my brother, I, I, you know, I love him to death. I love him to death. And and uh, we had our clashes when we were younger and everything. But now we're, we're real cool for sure, me and Roger. But there was times where it was like, what the heck, dude? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> Hey, George, if there's one person that we could, like, get hammered with on this podcast, it would be him, dude. Oh, Roger. You know what? what? I don't know why he hasn't been on because he's been, like, supporting and sharing the podcast since, like, day one. Yeah, yeah, he has, dude. (laughs) Really? And Roger? And Roger. Do you think he'd be cool for us to say? How do I share it? How do I share the the podcast? uh, Once I I post it out, uh, once it uploads to YouTube or Spotify or wherever, are you can, well, are you on Facebook, Instagrammers? Yeah, we should be on Facebook and Instagram. All right, well, I'll find you as soon as you see it. Just share it out. I'll tag you, and you just share it out. Yeah. Okay, sounds what? good. Uh, Mission Trail, though they they do have Instagram, Facebook. They got all that stuff. Yeah, so they have. Uh, well, I think it's only Instagram and Facebook. Right? Uh, I think. And what is just Mission Trail? Yeah, Mission Trail Brewery. Brewery. Mission Trail yeah. Brewery. All together. Yeah. Mission uh, Trailer. So, like them on there, for sure. Yeah, we'll we'll make sure we we share your guys' stuff and everything because this was awesome for sure. Yeah. All right. I guess one last question then, Ricky. You ready? Do you have a too hard, too fast story? So, uh, in in case you don't know the too hard, too fast. So, when I was in college, I would just I would drink because you know. People would drink Bud Light growing up, bro, and I hated it. So I would just chug, and I wanted to get a buzz. So I just chug, 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 chug to try to get a quick buzz. So I would do that in college, and George would get pissed at me because I would be done by, like, 9 p.m., bro. And he would tell me, bro, worm, you're going too hard too fast, man. Calm down. And so and so that's that's how we coined it, bro. So do you have a too hard too fast story, bro, where you just drank too fast and you were drunk fast? You went I've had a couple of those. <laughs> What's one story you feel comfortable sharing? One of them is uh, I was with my brothers and they they had some vodka. I just got out of work and uh, they were just taking little sips. I got the whole bottle and just slammed it. And I blacked out. I blacked (laughs) out. And the next day they get up and they're like, dude, what the heck? You're like so cool. I was like, dude, I don't know. I don't know. And they're like, dude, like they just thought I was so funny and everything. I don't remember. (laughs) What? Because you know me, I'm the calmest one. But apparently, and I had another experience like that, uh, you know, a couple of times with, with my friends in Dallas. Oh, yeah, the same thing happened where I I even smoke. I don't smoke weed, and I smoke some weed with some of my friends. <laughs> you okay being this? Are you okay with this being out in public? Yeah, I don't care. Dude, come oh, on. I own my own business. I don't give a damn. All right. But I smoke fire me for like, dude, what the heck? You're telling us all that. I was like, dude, I don't remember. Like, I, I don't like I would black out. So and it usually happens when when I'm with chugging liquor and then I crossfaded. 
Like that's when it would happen. And never, and I hate doing that because I don't remember. I don't remember. So yeah, those are a couple of times it's happened. How long sure. do you think you were awake that that one time with your brothers that you checked the liquor? Like, I I don't know. I don't know. You know what? I would get up the the next day and I just felt terrible. And people were like happy around me, and I was like, "Why are you guys so f- happy?" Like, <laughs> fuck. They thought I was like funny. It's I don't I don't even know what happened. I don't want to know what happened. Um, I don't want to know what I was saying. You know? so it's oh like, my gosh! You know what, Ricky? We're disappointed. Then next time we want drunk Ricky on here. He's funnier. Oh no, you don't want that guy. No, no, no. Obviously we do. Obviously, <laughs> Obviously we do. Or hi, Ricky. Whichever, because you're, you're <laughs> self-employed now, Mama. I know. <laughs> I'm gonna have to drug test myself and fire. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're fired. All right. <laughs> my bad. No cussing. No cussing. My bad. It's um, right. okay. <laughs> but yeah, okay. Why? What was your guy's story? Now I need to hear your guys. Well, well, you get it off episodes, and you'll hear them. <laughs> all right. Sounds good. I'll hear them. I'll hear your guys' stuff for sure. That's the way this works. Um, all right. But with that said. We've gone too hard, too fast. Jeff Ricky, Ricky Razzo, Mission Trail Brewery. Jeff Fun Ricky. Worked their Kickstarter. Uh, Mission Trails Brewery on Kickstarter. Get them over the five thousand. I re- if you guys get them over the five thousand, that makes more chances for me to try their churro beer. Yeah. <laughs> um. But with that said, Worm, what are you gonna say? not about what you drink it's who you drink it with yes cocaine's a hell of a drug <laughs> <laughs> when I mission trails you just say i know, you know the owner okay. <laughs> 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 and with that remember dare to be you dare to be weird bye just don't look